2: Day. It is the KCO Day radio program. What a weird. I gotta tell you, we got a weird stack. And I mean that in the best way possible. Just a just a strange stack of stuff. And I'm cool with that. But um I remember when I got done kind of putting together all the stuff we're going to have for the show today, I'm like, you know what, this is, uh..." I'm not saying we've been kind of bogged down, obviously, you got all the speaker stuff going on, or you would have one individual story going on, but it's been a while since we had one of those, um, just an uh, interesting amalgamation of uh, insanity, but today on the show, we got Psychonauts. Which that story is uh, that story's fun. We got murder robots, which we have long warned you about here on the show. Finally, somebody's doing something, although it doesn't sound like they're um, doesn't sound like they're real good at detecting the murder bots. So uh, unfortunately, we'll we'll have to get into that. And uh, Ross's football team doesn't want to play as much football as everybody else. So, let me just start there because we were just talking about this off the air. So, the NFL has decided that the Bills-Bengals game, uh, they're not going to finish it. Which creates an interesting scenario considering both of those teams are uh, Super Bowl or Super Bowl excuse me playoff bound and and you know obviously seeking out a Super Bowl uh respectively in the AFC they're the number 2 and number 3 seeds obviously there's another game this week it looks like they will play that obviously but it's pretty tight in there like what do you what do you do if um Kansas City's got the number 1 seed so what do you do if Kansas. I mean, it's not determined. No, no, no. I know. I'm just saying. Currently, mathematically, they have the number one seed right now, right?
3: I think in the moment it's technically because is uh, it still up in the air? Yeah, It's up in the air. Okay. I just I remember looking at a chart last week before the game.
2: So what? So now they got to figure out. Well, what? What do you do? Like, how do you figure this out, considering? It would be unfair to penalize would be unfair to penalize um, Kansas City if they do hit with identical uh, win records because Buffalo has one less loss versus a win. I mean the whole you know the, the, and so they're, they're sitting there and they're just kind of spitballing. What we do know is the NFL says we're not going to finish that game so I don't know they've had they've thrown ideas out uh up to and including like including uh, a num- another team in the afc playoff picture so instead of seven teams have an eight so nobody gets the bye. I've just read a couple things Ross i'm assuming you made this your project yesterday
3: afternoon tried to, try to out keep up do? with it I tried to keep up with it and I was like so confused by it all I'm like uh, whatever I guess I'll just sit back and see what happens and it is what it, it's so weird. So you so you have no idea, and you're a fan of one. Of I, I've read so many threads on it and articles, and the thing is just confusing. Like, it's just.
2: All right. So, some of the ideas they floated uh, would include the number one seed getting a choice between a first round bye or a home field advantage throughout the playoffs, with the second seed getting whatever the other option is. Um, According to uh, ESPN's uh, Adam Schefter, that's what the uh, NFL is currently mulling over. Um, Others have suggested adding an eighth team or holding the AFC championship game at a neutral site to eliminate any home field advantage. The whole thing is a mess. But I got to be honest with you. So if you're the NFL and you're going to come out and you're going to make the announcement that they're not going to play the game. Shouldn't you have the solution at the same press conference? I feel like that's going to be a better way to handle that. Have this, you know, be like, hey, we're not going to make up the game, and here's how we're going to handle the playoffs. Because I, I I admit I haven't looked at all this the playoff scenarios. You guys play the Patriots.
3: Yeah, if the right. Chiefs lose um, on to the Raiders on Saturday, and if the Bills beat the Pats, and then there's one other game that I can't remember what it is, but if the other team loses, then the Bills will be number one because they're saying that it doesn't come down to to win loss record; it, it comes down to win win percentage. The
2: well, whole but, thing
3: is so strange.
2: But we, it's but win percentage.
3: I hey, guess the whole- in the rule book, technically it says win percentage is it determines the feed the the seeds when it comes to the playoffs. So technically, I mean the Bills right. would still have the number with the bed even though it's one game left. I don't know. It's so what I'm like, that? I just don't have whatever. I'm just gonna watch it and whatever happens, happens. Who does Cincinnati play?
2: They play the Ravens. And uh, is dude going to be back for the Ravens? And you know what? The Raiders are not a pushover. If that Stidham, uh, Stidham or whatever his name is, like, he came out and played good. I, the the Raiders San Francisco game with two guys you've never heard of, Mister Irrelevant versus dude who threw like sixty passes before. They both they look better. They look better than my quarterback. And McCaffrey is just ridiculous. All of the Panther fans know that. When he's healthy, he's crazy. And, and they're going to have, San Francisco's going to have their dude back. They might be the favorite in the NFC. Everything's crazy. So I I, I don't know. But the, I'll tell you what, they better have a good suggestion because like anything else, it just creates controversy. Lord knows there's going to be enough of that to go around if uh, you're coming down to win percentage and then you're not factoring in that you didn't even have to play as many games. So I don't know. But hey, we'll uh we'll figure it out, okay? All right, 888-934-7874. They'll figure it out and we'll tell you what the heck they figure out. All right, coming up on the show. Hey, uh how'd you like to get 2 years of uh free vacation? Uh Apparently a Rolling Stone writer figured out how to do that. This story is crazy, man. But don't get me wrong. There's days where I want nothing to do with social media myself. But uh, holy crap, with this story, and um, we got like a Sons of Anarchy thing getting ready to kick off, apparently here. Look at this. Wait, hold on. Let me look at this email here some uh, Malty Pats fans, it was the right call. I, did either of us argue that it
3: wasn't the right call to stop the game? Oh no, one, we've said repeatedly they should have stopped the game. They shouldn't have played that game.
2: Well, you just yeah, you're not you, the, the the athletes are gonna they're gonna nobody cares. They probably would just come out and take a knee, run out the clock, just hand the guy the ball. He just stand there while they all watch the clock together. You weren't going to get anything. Also, it's not like the Bills will beat the Pats, so it's all a moot point. A little trash talk, a little trash talk action, huh? All right, that's fine. Ross, you guys ready for the Mac attack? They're saying, coming out
3: and chop blocking you. Well, we we we've discussed this as well. They said if uh, you know if Kansas City does win that game against the Raiders, will the Bills sit all their starters on Sunday? Because at that point, there's no point in even playing the game. Because at that point, the seeds are determined, and that Maybe. would screw, and that would screw over Miami. Right, right. And I know you like that idea yeah. very much, but you got to watch out guys.
2: for you got to watch out for Mac. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the bag of milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a what yeah, a he's had a good dude. year. Dude, he got well a few weeks
3: ago. You remember how trucked he got on that one play? Dude, it was the greatest like gift for Jeff GIF I've ever seen. Or he, he just gets run over. I watched that repeatedly on vacation. Oh. I cannot tell you. I sat there for hours just laughing hysterically. Marketing's like, what is wrong? I'm like, look at this. Just on repeat. <laughs> In my man chair. Look at that. Look at this buddy. Showing it to Lincoln.
2: Now, don't be this guy. And so then the following week he's got to come out. He's like, I'm going to. I'm gonna chop block people twice, and then they fine them thirty thousand dollars or whatever. Just adorable. Uh and I and I can even appreciate Dave Portnoy, who's like talking about, you know, legendary quarterbacks, and then he'll slip Mac in there just to watch everybody lose their crap. So all right. Do your thing. Wait, Joe Biden was on a roll yesterday. Well, let me do Let me do this. I, I, I want to get into the Biden audio because... Ah, I just, I don't even know with him. That whole sitting around the kitchen table cut, when you were dubbing that in, Ross, did you start randomly banging your head into a wall? You saw what I titled it in the prep, right? Uh, yeah, wait, hold on. I was just looking at this because I couldn't figure out what the heck you were doing. Biden asylum app? Okay, that. Wait, hold on. No, what did you title the other one? Joe I,
3: Biden is the blanking worst.
2: Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's you know that's fair.
3: Because
2: <laughs> uh, the the wait to it at least he's it's like coherently delivered. That's the only plus side I can give. All right. So we'll we we'll got a little snippets from uh, Joe Biden's little. um Little address, him standing there with uh, Kamala yesterday. We'll get into all that and more coming up here on the KCO Day radio
4: program. The show after the show is on the iHeartRadio app. Search KCO Day for the podcast on the iHeartRadio app.
2: All right, good morning, everybody. It is six twenty-four here on the uh, KCO Day radio program. Oh well, that's good. Just made me like reload next gen. Uh, that's our little that's our program that runs everything. Is it your next gen computer, or your regular computer
5: that's freaking out? No, it's the uh, phone screener. Oh, it's a, oh, that's even better. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void work prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
6: Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and community safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join US Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov/careers.
2: There must have been some weird update yesterday. Yeah, I can only assume. Hang on. Do, 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 do. That's funny. It's like, oh, you want to play audio? Well, joke's on you, loser. Want to do that? We're gonna to have to do this. All right. Well, at least it reloaded just fine. So, all right. Because you, you don't want to miss this. Because uh, Joe Biden. Holy cow! If I, I'm gonna start with the I'm gonna start with the other cut first because the kitchen table one is just I. I feel like I have to ramp you up because I'm concerned for your safety this morning. Because if I play the kitchen table one, you just you're gonna give up the will to you know to have will. Just kind of ironic. So uh, we're we'll uh, we'll just we'll we'll start with the tech, okay? So I'm I'm gonna tease you a little. All right so here's so Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, they're there she's standing in the background looking useless and Biden he's got some he's got some thoughts right can't call it a border crisis obviously they're getting a lot of questions. obviously the numbers suck um, people are noticing not enough that it probably weighed in, uh, into the election as much as it should have last time around, but still sees all this going on? So how do you even begin to counteract the stupidity that's unfolding? Not to oh, and, and, and not to mention throwing basically gov- you know, the, the, the folks that actually spend their days working on the border who you've turned into Uber drivers and hotel concierge, throwing them under the bus as well. So how do you begin to counteract that? Well, there's an app for that.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Check this out. Traveling through uh, through Mexico and attempting to enter the United States without going through our legal processes. Is, we respond by using uh, uh, and ensuring that there are two safe and lawful ways for someone leaving the country to come to America. And that was one of the reasons you, uh, you were proposing. First, if they're seeking asylum, they can use an app on their cell phone called... C-B-P-1-O-N-E, C-B-P-1-O-N-E, that's to spell it out, not the number one, to schedule an appointment at a port of entry and make their asylum claim there without crossing the border unlawfully. and And
2: let me just say, I'm fine with that because that is in sticking with what the actual law is
1: decision determined by an asylum officer, do they qualify?
2: Presenting oneself at a port of entry, and and, and I, I, I don't care. Remember when Donald Trump suggested though that they be able to do that back in their own country and people called him a bigot? That's essentially what Biden threw out yesterday. So I'm fine with
4: that. The next audio is going to blow you away and it's coming up next. You. Your day, smarter. And celebrating 10 years of keeping you better informed. 106.1 FM Talk and News Talk 94.5 WPTI. More with KC starts now.
2: All right, 635 KCO Day radio program along with uh, Ross who apparently is like, uh, he's a border expert now or something. I don't know. You should listen to the crap he's talking off the air. So, uh, we played the one cut from Joe Biden yesterday. I want to prepare you Ross, do you think people should be sitting down, or should we ask them to lie
3: down? I mean, we've to, gone uh, over this a soft also, area, yeah, numerous times this week. You need to dig a giant hole and just you know surround yourself like bubble wrap or pillows or something. Or go what's
2: that? Where's the what's the thing where the kids go and they bounce around on the trampolines everywhere? They got like um, I can't remember what the name of the thing is where it's just nothing but trampolines and uh, trampolines and foam ball pits and stuff. Whatever that place is. Like you might want to go there. Just be near where all the big foam pits are. Go to McDonald's by the ball pit. Or do they have those post-COVID? I've, I guess I've never even paid I think attention. most
3: places, most of them have have had them removed. Yeah. Little, uh, little COVID stew there. All right.
2: So uh, be safe. Maybe pull over if you're driving. Because I'm going to play what the president said after he got done talking about the asylum map. Because he wants you to know that, uh, you, you know, you got, some, you got some wrong thing going on, and you need to correct yourself. So here we go, justifying his policy of uh, border enforcement and
4: scene.
1: It's not like people have heard me say it before. It's not like people are sitting around a table and somewhere in, in Central America and say, I got a great idea. Let's sell everything we have. Let's give it to a coyote, a smuggler. They'll take us on a harrowing journey for a thousand miles to get to the United States. Then we're going to legally cross the border. They're going to drop us in the desert and we're facing where we don't speak the language. Won't that be fun?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's not like that happens right there. So, you know, get that thought out your, out your head. Now, Ross
3: is convinced that that does happen. Or has happened at least once. I, I'm pretty sure that is how it happens, and they actually have at like radio. We've talked once again. We've talked about this on the show. Mm-hmm, they have radio. Adver- they advertise it like, "Hey, go to the states, do this thing. Possibly die in a in a giant in the back of a truck in Texas."
2: Well, to be fair, the truck. Sometimes the trucks in Arizona. So you're of the opinion that is happening. That is. I'm that the- is. Yeah. That they're sitting around the kitchen table thinking, "Hey, we're going to sell everything we own, and uh, we'll pay a coyote to uh, essentially uh, make this journey." Is that so? You you think that that is happening? That just does sorry, happen. I'm yes, make sure everyone's on the record. Yes. Here. All right. Well, you're wrong. Oh, it's, it's been debunked. I just I've oh, just man. debunked it. I promise you, they're not sitting around the kitchen table saying, "Hey, we should sell everything, and then uh, maybe even borrow money off relatives in the uh, in the United States." And uh, pay somebody to facilitate this travel. They are not sitting around Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, any of that, uh, mm-hmm. saying that. So now that I've debunked you, do you feel bad or do you do you need some evidence? I retract my statement. Okay. I mean, this, there's not the much I can is, do. Yeah, they're actually sitting around. They're saying vender todo vamos a los Estados Unidos. Oh, so it's not. Okay, so it's not in English. Yeah, that's right. Yes, in Spanish, they say sell everything. Uh, we're going to the United States, so. And I'm sure I butchered that a little, but uh, you get the gist. So I think that's going to be the fact check. Well, Joe Biden said they didn't say it in English. And technically, the you know, the usage rate for the Spanish language in these three countries is, I'm just trying to figure out how Washington Post is going to spin it, and that's the only thing I could come up with. So. Because <laughs> it's so Stupid. He's trolling, right? That's a that's Joe Biden trolling. If it is, I can respect that. Cuz that is a fantastic troll. Cuz he didn't just say they're not intending to break, you know, he didn't he did come out with something like he literally described the exact scenario. Described it's like it's like if he was trying to debunk that somebody was going to play football this weekend, and he's like, well, it's not like they show up in a locker room and put pads on and then go out on the field and, uh, you know, run around and uh, wait for the ball to be thrown to them. It's not like, you know, it's not like that's what Justin Jefferson does over at the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> Is everyone okay? Did everyone survive? Listen, you know what? Let's just listen to it again because it's,
1: you know, it's uh, it's so stupid. It's not like people have heard me say it before. It's not like people are sitting around a table and somewhere in, in Central America say, I got a great idea. Let's sell everything we have. Let's give it to a coyote, a smuggler. They'll take us on a harrowing journey. For thousands of miles to get to the United States, then we're going to legally cross the border. They're going to drop us in a desert and we're a place where we don't speak the language. Won't that be fun?
3: Sell
2: everything. We're going to America.
3: Now, listen, I don't believe they think it's going to be fun, right? I'm sure they think it's going to be like a journey and it's going to be. A,
2: well, no, 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 no. I... it's
3: not like well, we're going to Disney, but everything else he said is pretty. Yeah, it's how it is, Joe.
2: Well, no. To some extent, there is a certain air of uh, positivity because, right, because you know, you're dealing, right. you're dealing with, the, you're dealing with, and, and we've said this on the show a whole bunch. I honest, I on if people are literally, as you pointed out, they're advertised to and sold that this is this is a way you can improve your lot in life, and it's and it's because they largely come from areas that are extremely violent, um, where there is where there is next to no. A financial opportunity and maybe even they know somebody or have a relative who was able to make that journey and find themselves in a better financial situation who may have been sending them money, right? So there is, there's a certain amount of hopefulness there.
3: Um, but you know, it's, 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 it's relative, it's tempered. And, um, I think it's like that. Like the end result is going to be fun and full of hope and great, and you know the streets are paved with gold and, and the American dream, and it's fine. But the the, the journey, I don't know. No, if, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yes, unless you really
2: like riding on top of Diablo trains or something, I don't know. Maybe that's your, maybe that's your jam. Or walking the entirety of Mexico. Some people like to go for long walks, but to your point, no, and. They have allowed whatever has been marketed to them, which they, I, they they run advertisements with Joe Biden's picture in there. They used to remember the Barack Obama shoes. That was literally an advertising thing. It was literally an advertising thing because they utilize whatever nuggets they can. These these um, these guys who facilitate this and make money off these folks um to press it. And so, you know, they have to convince somebody to literally sell everything they own, borrow money, or in some cases agree to do things right to make up the difference. And no, and they and and they know. They know that uh, on that journey, uh to Ross's point, there is a very real possibility, especially if they're a younger female, that they're going to be sexually assaulted. I think they were saying it was 50% among that one migrant caravan. So I'm just saying, and for him to come out and, um, I don't even, I don't even understand why you'd include that, but what do I know, man? When you're never fact checked and and uh, nobody will ever question anything you're saying, and if they do, then uh, people will scream bigot and uh, xenophobe and you know anything else they can at you. I, at that point, I think you just got to kind of chum the waters. So I'm going to I'm going to pretend like he was trolling, and then uh, I'll probably realize he wasn't, which is even sadder. All right, coming up on the show. Uh, we got sons' of anarchy insanity uh, right here locally. That's horrible. Um, although I will, you know what? I will. I'm going to extend a compliment on this story. Uh, we'll introduce you to psychonauts. Uh, we got murder robots, and uh, luckily, I know you guys are all concerned. Looks like Hillary Clinton has landed herself a job, so that's good. Yeah, I want to keep busy, active. She's an active senior, and we'll, uh,
0: And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
2: I'm just, this is the stuff that makes me so angry when you look at like Jerome Adams and whatnot. And if you don't know, you don't even remember who that is, I will gladly do a little compare and contrast. So, all that and more coming up. KCO Day radio program. Tri-
4: Celebrating 10 years and still going strong. Thank you. KC is on 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle.
2: It is 6.51 here on the KCO Day radio program. Coming up on the show, 8.05. We haven't chatted with Pete Callender in a while, so we'll uh, we'll talk to him. Uh, which uh, speaker vote are they on? Is it uh will, will is it going to be what vote three thousand sixteen or whatever to kick off the day today? What a mess! Did you see Matt Gates at one point stand up and then offer Donald Trump as for Speaker of the House? Yeah, it was all over the damn place. Oh, wait. Hold on. we got some breaking news here. What is this? Oh, well, that's just... That's... Oh, they were filming. Wow. That's going to be the realest real rap video ever, man. Apparently, a do- nearly a dozen people have been shot at a restaurant in Miami where they were filming a rap video at the time by uh, artist French Montana. What was French Montana's
3: big hit? That's going um I mean which one, right? I mean they're all the collection is just wow, straight fire. Don't do that. You know, this is when you were still on G is when dude came out, right? I've never heard of that person in my life. Stop it. I've never. All right. Now I got French Montana. I have no idea who that is. He had that
2: big song. Uh, well, do, do me a favor. Uh, well, actually, here I'll do it uh, since I had to reload the whole damn program again. So, a dozen people got shot. Go into the go into the uh, music and look at French. I I promise you, we have them in the system. Here, go look that up. I'm going to have you do it because the window. I've yeah, I've it said it's
3: in the system. I've never seen any of these songs. <laughs> what read? It must the have been after my song. time. Oh, gee, like after 2011. Read the songs, will you? What is, uh writing on the wall? Okay. Uh, unforgettable. Uh, handstand. I don't even know what that is. Just a bunch of letters. I think the.
2: Oh, the FWMGAB. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what his biggest hit was. Well, that's interesting. Unforgettable, I think, is his big one. Well, anyway, I think he I think he was one of those guys, too, who would do a lot of the featuring stuff. So that all, that all gets screwed up. Well, anyway, they're filming a music video there in Miami, and then a dozen people got shot. So it's the realest reel of music videos. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to figure out what happened here so I can pass it on to you because I just saw that it was... All right, it was at the Licking Soul Food restaurant. Well, that's in Miami Gardens. I actually, That's by uh, the iHeart Media building. Look at that. I know where something is in Miami. Uh...
3: So I just listen to every single one of these songs in queue with my headphones. Yeah. I don't recognize any of them. Hmm. Like, if I played it, I would recognize it because, obviously, back in the day, you'd play these records, like, 20 times, times an hour. Yeah. So, yeah, the name is not recognizable, and neither, I don't know any of those songs. I'm so old. However, I'm a big fan. Straight Fire.
2: All right, well, that's good. That's good. I'm glad you're... I think the dude's from Morocco or something, too. Or I mean, I can't remember what it was. I just remember, I remember seeing him, like, drawn into some story somewhere because we had him um, we had him in the building uh, when I was in Minnesota and he did one of those listeners things and like you try to avoid it when you're on the talk station but like the KDWB which is our top 40 is right across the hall from us and he had like this he had a large traveling group just to say the very least. And that would kind of suck if you're in somebody's entourage and they're doing 6.30 in the morning, morning radio, and you guys have been, you know, concert, partying, all that, and because you're in the entourage, you also have to get up to do 6.30 in the morning radio. I always thought it was funny how miserable all the entourage people looked whenever I'd see these guys come in to do the Top 40 station because I could see them out through my, uh, through my window in the studio. And I'm like, that dude has no talent. He just knew a dude who got famous and now he's got to get up at six. Ha ha. Uh, which is um kind of a rude thought. So uh anyway. All right. Let me uh let me get into this. It doesn't look like anyone was killed, so there, you know, that's I guess that's good news. Uh said Mogul. Let's see here. Said Mogul. Who apparently was there. So that there were roughly fifteen shots fired. Quote, I took off running, was looking back. You know what? Let me duck first. And then people started asking me, Can you help me? When I realized people were asking for help, there was nothing you could do about it, and then I got shot. <laughs> or then they got shot. What a weird statement. All right, well, that's the thing that happened. I don't know why that's breaking news. Nobody was killed. I'm glad nobody was killed, but they had the big red little uh, breaking news logo on the thing. So I clicked over and got drug into it, and we all had to learn who French Montana was again. All right, 888-934-7874. A teenage girl who suffered from cyberbullying, right? That's a story that's not that uncommon. Sucks. I, You know what? It's, I'm, I'm kind of glad. I got to tell you, I'm kind of glad that if you, back in the day, if you wanted to, back in my day, if you wanted to bully somebody, you had to, you had to show up. That's how bullying worked. It was an in-person thing. Because nowadays, with uh, everything, uh, all the connectivity and the social media and all the rest, um, I do not envy today's youth. I mean, there's some things that are a lot better, I can't, obviously, but if you really want to stay connected, if you want access to information, you don't have to steal Dad's magazines. You can just Google it, catch a drift. Um, look, all of those things exist, but the cyberbullying, man. In fact, it was so bad for this girl that the FBI started to investigate, and what they found is Bonkers. About who was doing it. So uh, we'll get you the details on that coming up. KCO Day radio program. Hang on. Everybody and welcome. Hour number two here on your Friday. It is the KCO Day Radio Program. Glad to have you along. Coming up one hour from now, uh, we'll chat with our uh, radio buddy to the south there, Pete Callender, because uh, there's a whole lot of stupid to talk about, as you can imagine. And that's probably where we'll get into some of the speaker stuff. And well, you know the drill. You know the drill. Um, I was I was sharing with you this story about this uh, this this girl, this teenage girl. It was a victim of cyberbullying, and it was a lot. It was substantial amounts of cyberbullying, relentless, uh, really, really morbid, horrible stuff uh, to the point where it went on so long and was so aggressive that eventually the FBI provided assistance to local police in Michigan to get to the bottom of this, basically, they're cyber crimes, folks, because uh, the cyber bully in this case was uh, uh, using a VPN and some other stuff to uh, mask their identity, and is and they knew they had some really intimate knowledge that the, of this girl. Very embarrassing stuff in some instances. So it was if there is such a thing, it was top level, top tier because of the amount of information they had in in how horrible it was. Well, the FBI has finally solved it and they have unmasked her cyber bully. No, it is not a uh, uh, somebody who's competing for a love interest with, you know, some guy. Um, it's not some friend who, or a former friend, it's not... It was, you ready for this? It was her own mother. Her own mother. The anonymous trove with all the hate messages that had all the information turned out to be the girl's own mother. And now uh, she's charged because she was committing, in some instances, federal crimes because of the utilization of the internet there. Uh, the woman's name, Kendra Gail Lakari. that's mom's name, uh, used a VPN to disguise the source of the messages, and uh, she u- utilized uh, correctly, apparently, lots of juvenile slang in the messages to make folks think that it was written by a, uh, another a fellow teenager. Ironically, as the bullying intensified, the victim initially turned to mom for help which actually escalated the bullying because mom was getting, she's some sick twist, and she's just like, that was feeding the beast there for her. They then uh, reported the bullying to authorities. Mommy went so far as to cooperate with the mother of her daughter's boyfriend at the time to help find the cyber bully. Who would uh, send this girl messages at least, at least like a dozen a day? How do we get there? Obviously, she had enough of a relationship with her mom that she sought her out to help when this was happening. So it's not like they were so estranged that you know they didn't didn't talk. Um, so that means mom was getting a thrill out of this. Now don't get me wrong there is a there is and there's a line here there's you know messing with your kid that would be I don't have kids but I would feel I would feel that that would be a benefit to screwing with your kid just just because but I don't mean in a mean way just you know what I'm saying just because you can and I'm sure and I'm sure every parent out there has messed with their kid in some way shape or form. But this is different. This is something different entirely. And what would prompt somebody to go on for a year doing this?
5: 18 plus where
2: the girl started suffering significant mental health issues. Uh, Using the computer in this fashion to commit a crime is actually a felony um, and she could face a sentence of up to 10 years and she was charged with stalking a minor and obstructing justice. And each of those charges could carry an additional five years behind bars. But you know they're trying to they're trying to figure it out from a, a charging standpoint what all that's going to look like. Plus that 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 relationship never heals. Now I don't see anything about dad in here, so I don't know if it's a single mom situation or if they just didn't include it or what's going on. But I can't even imagine. Eventually, once the FBI was able to track one of the messages, she broke down under interrogation and confessed to the bullying spree against her daughter. And check this out. So in addition to being this girl's horrible, horrible mother, uh, the 42-year-old mom, also the basketball coach at her daughter's school. So I don't know if she, I don't know, maybe she's cyber bullying all the kids. You know what? The uh, kid didn't put up enough points, get enough rebounds. Uh, get your send him some horrible messages. I'm telling you, man. What is this? Speaking about kids, free El Chapo's son, dude. Did you see this? So they arrested El Chapo's kid. Did you see the retaliate the cartel retaliating at the airport? Ross, did you see the video of this yesterday? These planes are landing, these are commercial planes are landing, and the people are on the floor of the airplane because the cartel went to the airport and started shooting at random planes that were landing. Just craziness. And I got to see if I can find that. I'll retweet it if I can find that again. I just... Just think of the last flight you're on, it already sucks because you're in a tin can with a bunch of people don't want to be there either and uh, have zero self-awareness in some instance or just everyone's in a bad mood. And now the cartels uh, firing at your plane as you're landing to protest the arrest of El Chapo's son. You're just there. You're like I'm just here for I'm just here for to go the all inclusive and and drink some booze and stuff. Holy cow, Ross! Did you see that video yesterday where the cartels to protest the arrest of El Chapo's son were firing at commercial planes that were landing? No, I missed that. So you're in a plane and you're you're coming in for a landing uh, and uh, you know you're like oh this is going to be great. I'm going to Acapulco. It's going to be great. What is that? And then just all of a sudden you're just taking fire, man. And people are on the floor of the plane.
3: They're ducked. They're crouched down, like where your feet would go. That's why I won't go there. Which I'm sorry. I, yeah, and if we're gonna travel, go on vacation. We go somewhere. We're not leaving the country like that, or like Mexico, because the whole El Chapo thing. You know, we're trying to be smart about. It. We'll just go to like Epcot. They got Mexico there. They got all the different countries.
2: No, they don't have. But they don't have. It's like, like chicken Itza,
3: whatever. What did you just call chicken eatsa Chicken Itza, yeah. A big pyramid there, and it's got a ride inside it too, which is better than the actual pyramid. So I'm just saying that's so that's our option because we're concerned about the old Chapo thing. You see, somebody
2: climb that? I don't know if you know that. You used to be able to climb it. I and did that, see that. Yeah, they they frown upon that. And now you can't because people are d bags. And so this guy's like, screw it, I'm going to go up and get it. And he and so he starts running up it, but he, I think he neglected to realize how tall that thing is. <laughs> And at the very end he's like crawling
3: up the last few stairs. So he's like Rocky at the beginning of the movie and he's trying to go up the stairs. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, He yeah. doesn't have it in him yet.
2: Yeah, so not only is this dude he's going to get arrested when he comes down, but he also looks he also got gas doing. it. You know why? Cuz it's a thousand flipping degrees, man. If you ever if you ever go down there and you're like, oh, "I'm going to go to Cancun and do this." Just don't. Because you're going to drive forever. There's a thousand people there, and it's it's boiling hot. And you're now you're nowhere near the beach and the uh, unlimited drinks. So, but you're also not near the cartel members on jet skis firing at the beach. So yeah, you got that going for you. All right, let me grab a call here, Cameron. What's up?
7: Hey, good morning, Casey Ross. How y'all doing this morning?
2: Uh, good. It's Friday, sir. So we like
7: that. There sure is. Just want to comment on that mother daughter situation, man? That, it burns me up so twisted that you know somebody can carry a child for nine months and raise them and just ruin them like that it's just so sad just no other words
2: you ever met do you have kids sir
7: uh i'm married uh we're hopefully uh hopefully within the next year we're thinking about it um like but uh
2: you're gonna mess with your kid right like that? Feel? i feel like that would be a benefit to screw with your kid a little
7: yeah i mean to a, to maybe to a
2: playful extent exactly yeah but, yeah yeah oh look I mean, I mean my my mom would screw with us just for something to do, and uh, uh I, I feel like' a better person for it, but you, you you never felt that she was doing it because she hated you in this case i don 't even i can't imagine how many years of therapy this girl's going to need
7: so I, I mean evil is the word i i can't i can 't think of anything else i mean, I was blessed to grow up with a loving mother and Anyone out there that's listening, give your mom a call and tell you lover this morning. It's uh, far and few, I guess, nowadays.
2: Well, don't do it yet. Maybe she's sleeping, sir. So she, she may be. She may be. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wait a little later. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Have a good one, Cameron. Oh, cut him off. All right, now I gotta find now I gotta find two videos. Very busy. Very busy around here. All right, we come back. Uh, Where is this? Oh yeah, murder bots Yeah, yeah, yeah We have to get into this And uh, yeah, it's interesting uh, timing on this story Because of uh, a law that just went into effect where this happened So I'll give you the details on that Coming up here on the KCO Day radio program
4: New decade on the calendar, and celebrating 10 years on the air. This is 1061 FM Talk in the Triangle, and News Talk 94.5 WPTI in the Triad. All right, 723,
2: good morning. ACO Day radio program. So you know how in a lot of places, in a lot of states, new laws go into effect there at the new year. Well, let me just tell you, this didn't take long. Uh, The state of Oregon, uh, just uh, at the new year, the turn of the new year, legalized hallucinogenics. Not all of them, but um, of the natural varietal, magic mushrooms and whatnot. And then, like, two days later, we have this story. A 25-year-old former college soccer player is accused of savagely attacking a 78-year-old man on a train platform in essentially Portland, just outside Portland, and chewing off his ear part of his face down to the bone. According to police, the 25-year-old suspected the 78-year-old man was a killer robot, or at least that's what he told them. Uh, Police, uh, as you can imagine, think he was high. And among other things, uh, it was a combination of hallucinogenics, marijuana, and fentanyl. So there's your little party cocktail. That sounds like a good idea. District Attorney Mike Schmidt announced that uh, Corin Kramer... Uh, has been, uh, It was rained on second-degree assault charges stemming from the Grizzly incident. Well, that's second-degree? Chewing somebody's face off is second? What the hell's first-degree? Is there anything they won't undercharge in the Portland uh, area? This is in Gresham, which is a suburb of Portland. Uh, apparently, there were police at the scene. They attempted to pull Kramer off the victim. By the time the police got there, though... The 25-year-old had completely chewed off the man's ear and bitten the skin off the face to the point where you could it exposed the skull. Uh, the victim is in stable condition at a hospital. In a subsequent interview, Kramer stated he believed the victim was a robot trying to kill him based on the way that he smelled. What does a murder bot smell like? I don't know if I've ever seen that explored in one of these movies. Here's the thing. I don't know if I believe this dude. What good would, how, how would, how would that be how you would attack a killer robot? I think it would
3: smell like the death of humanity in the future, right? Because it came back.
2: Well, that's the thing. At no point when you were watching Terminators, you were you wanting the uh, protagonist to defeat either Robert Patrick or um, uh, uh, Arnold by chewing the skin off. Like, the, the Terminator wouldn't
3: care, no, right? I, I don't think it would, like, it wouldn't physically affect the Terminator. He'd be like, what are you doing? But at the same point, so it wouldn't have no pain, but I being the Terminator, he wouldn't accept that, right? He would kill you oh, on the spot, not. be like, that doesn't hurt me, but now I have to I have to terminate you. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, you know, it's yeah. all, it's, it's inherent right. in the name.
2: Yeah, I don't know how you think that's how. You, would you, look, if he thought this dude was a killer robot, you gotta
3: you gotta get a, you have to find a foundry. You have to bring him to a smelting plant.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, you go foundry smelting plant. You know, something with molten metal. That's so why I've had one put in my backyard. Uh, you had you had a foundry or a, a smelting? A smelting, yeah, a big smelting. Yes, are you doing a lot of smelting? Uh, it's, the, it's, it's
3: just just in case. How do you? You got to keep being, the boy away uh, from that, man. That's being, dangerous stuff. I know, stuff, right? I know. Being good father, you got to prepare for the future. You got to look for, for things that could possibly happen. You can't let the things happen and then fix them, right? So, I'm it, like, you know, if the Terminator comes, I'm going to lure him in the back. Is it by the hinge?
2: It it's the, right it's next to the, the henge.
3: Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay.
2: <laughs> I wondered what you're going to do with that. Spot. I don't have the proper permits. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Somebody at the city of Wake Forest is uh, going to be going to right you a ticket today. You have to pre- you have to pretend it's something else.
4: They're
2: like,
3: no, that's not smelting, but no, no, it's just chocolate. It's a candy that's a river.
4: <laughs> Ten years of news, twice an hour, and smart talk all day. 94.5 four five WPTI in the Triad and one oh six one FM talk in the Triangle. All right, seven
2: thirty five. Welcome back, KCO Day Radio Program. All right, so uh, we had some uh, some dude who got all high and started freaking out. Thought a 70-something-year-old man on the light rail in Portland was a killer robot. So he did the thing you do when you're def- trying to defeat a killer robot. He ate his face off of him. Well, his ear. He ate his ear and then down to the bone right, on his face.
3: Because the killer robot gets like self-conscious and he's like, oh, my God, my skull is showing. And he lets his defenses down. Yes, yeah. Remember yeah.
2: how much it bothered uh, bothered Arnold, man? Huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, and you got to be careful which bot. Because, like, I'm assuming if they can make their hand into a knife, they can make their face into something. So one minute you're chewing on the uh, murder bot's face, and the next minute it's, uh, well, it can't be a gun, which I always thought was stupid. Because it's like you can't make things with moving parts, like a bomb or a, ni- a, a gun, but it's... The, the technology is that of something with an incredible amount of moving parts. So why can't you do the other thing? Why can humans make it, but the, the bots can? And then eventually, obviously, humans didn't make it. Then um, robots started making robots, and it was a whole problem
5: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause and Midi can help with safe, effective FDA approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just 2 months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
3: So you think the Terminator should have turned himself into like Megatron?
0: If like, well,
2: like, if you saw that you're absolutely moldable
3: and we're talking I, I, T2? I, yeah, I think it's a great idea. Like, yeah, the liquid Terminator. Like, turn your face into a gun or your entire body into, like, you know, how it Or a wood
2: something. chipper, yeah. right? One minute he's eating your face, next minute he's sticking his own head in a wood chipper. But he said he smelled the dude and he thought he smelled like a, a, a murder bot. And that, then it begs the question, well, what does, uh, I never thought about this. What, what do you think the Terminator probably smelled like? I just, if you, the first thing that popped in my head is I assume a Terminator smells like gun oil. So now you have to ask yourself whenever you smell gun oil, is that a second amendment enthusiast or a, a killer robot? And, right, and uh, I, you better guess right. The best stride is just to back off. Well, no, because if I, you know, what if it's somebody I want to talk about guns with? You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying if you're like a fed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. back away. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, hold on. Anthony thinks he knows. Uh, yes, Anthony, what's up?
6: Uh, I was going to say that he probably smells like a combination of aftershaves, off balls, and one of his originals.
2: So, old. I'm assuming you're going old people smells. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I can't. I, well, didn't be, I didn't want yeah. to be controversial said he smelled like mayonnaise because I didn't know if he was a white guy or not. Uh, I, I do not know. I did not see a picture of the elderly gentleman in the story here. So, Who obviously is like probably ready to get the hell out of Portland by now. I got to think that's it. If you've been holding on, you're just like, you know what, F this, I'm out. I keep trying to burn my city down. Every time I try to go somewhere, there's protesters standing in the middle of the highway. So he tried to eat my face on the light rail. No, you're uh, you're getting out of Dodge at that point. Uh, the dude initially gave cops a fake name uh, saying that he was L. Baker. <laughs> Is that his attempt at a McLovin? I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Kramer had recently relocated to Oregon from Georgia and a neighbor, excuse me, uh, his landlord said he was a pretty pleasant guy as long as he wasn't drinking or smoking stuff. Well, that's probably good. Oh, wow. You know where this dude went to college? He went to Oberlin. That might be the moon of all moonbat colleges uh, that ever moonbatted. That's the, that's the college that got that giant judgment against them and uh, wouldn't pay forever because they, uh, some students went in and were shoplifting in a bakery, and the guy's like, you can't shoplift wine, so no, and they were students of color. So uh, they then, uh, with a professor in tow, went and boycotted and destroy, attempted to destroy this business, this, uh, this eatery that had been there for almost 100 years or something. And so they sued, and the, they got like a $25 million judgment. The college is like, we're not going to pay, and they ended up having to literally escalate it literally escalated to the state Supreme Court. And finally, they're just like, no, you need to pay them because you're a bunch of moonbats bats who tried to destroy this because they said somebody couldn't shoplift. That story's bonkers. I know we talked about it, but it's been a while. Crazy, crazy. Closer to home, um... Get into this. This thing so weird today. Um, five men have been arrested uh, in connection with the New Year's Day shooting death of a 37-year-old man. Uh, the arrestees uh, include five members of... What is this? They're not Hell's Angels. They're the other one. They're not, not the... Not the one that got taken down by the undercover guy. So the Red Devils. This whole story's crazy. I was I was chatting yesterday with uh, one of my uh, law enforcement contacts, and there's some concern that this may kick off a, a biker gang war. You know, because the retaliation basically. um... These uh, five individuals were, are accused of chasing down a rival biker. Well, they changed this story since I threw it in the stack there. That's nice. All right. Uh, neighbors said they heard gunshots after a motorcycle crash around 5 p.m. on January 1st. Uh, this is the Valley Estates neighborhood. So this is off Lead Mine in Raleigh. Investigators say a man was thrown from his motorcycle, transported to the hospital, but died from his injuries. Sources say that uh, the victim lived nearby and uh, these five were chasing. Many neighbors in the community said they heard five to six gunshots on Sunday and motorcycles driving away. The the death is believed to have been a result of a motorcycle gang rivalry. You know, I will say this, um, because this is all that really matters in in many people's minds. Uh, Ross, did you notice the diversity among the uh, motorcycle gang? Oh, the, mo- the mugshots. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Diversity, inclusiveness, and uh, equity. Diversity, inclusion, equity. So I guess if you're going to have a 1% or outlaw biker gang and you're going to go murder your rivals, um, um, good to see the diversity. I, I, I'm trying to process this in the way that uh, one of these moonbat editors would, where I point stuff like that out even though it doesn't matter. So that's good. You ever thought of joining a motorcycle gang, Ross? Get a jacket.
3: I don't. there's a story. I'm like an honorary member of when I lost lost my bike and I was like hitchhiking across the country and I was in this bar trying to make a phone call. It was very loud. I left and knocked over all their bikes and long story short, yada, yada, yada. I had to dance at the top of the bar to tequila to win over their hearts and minds. And did you? I did, yeah. We're friends. Oh, wow. That's a good thing that worked out because that could have gone the other way. You know what I'm saying? It could have, yeah. They could have like, you know, tattooed yeah. me and skinned me and hung me and killed me and shot me. It could have been bad. Uh, Mark, what's up?
4: Hey, good morning. I got a couple of
3: things. But first, you guys
6: are forgetting the Terminator thing. They use dogs to detect the Terminators coming into their hideouts. Remember that? So the dogs to smell them. Yeah, so but I also remember. But, uh, hold on,
2: hold on, hold on. But I also remember they were like, yeah, we have dogs. And then the Terminator walks right in. And by the time the dogs do anything, it murders everybody. So. Oh, yeah, sure, of course. It wasn't a very yeah, effective yeah. methodology, then, so.
6: Yeah. Well, the second thing, um, you know, all the crime and the problems in these leftist cities, I, I just hit me this morning. A way to solve that: homeless shelters always get like to get T-shirts in for people. Man, some Let's Go Brandon and Mega T-shirts that homeless people wearing those, clean that,
4: they'll clean that up in a heartbeat. They're gone. They'll be off the street.
2: So you want to uh, you want to essentially um, you want to utilize homeless people as a form of political protest. <laughs>
6: No, just because if they're wearing a Let's Go Brandon or a Mega shirt, you're pretty certain those lefty moon bats will take them off the street
4: and get them why in the shelter. Sense. At least not to see the shirt.
2: Well, why don't you just get shirts that says, Not a Killer Robot?
4: Okay. we do that, too. Yeah. I might All experiment right. with it in Durham. We'll see. On my own dime. Okay.
2: Well, <laughs> let me know how that goes, sir. Hope you don't get violently murdered. But don't worry, the shot spotter may catch it as long as they shoot you out in the open and uh, not from a car or near a building. So, got that going for you. 7.45, Ray Stajic from the Weather Channel. He's here. Good morning. Some guy, attacked, some guy attacked and ate the face off an elderly gentleman because he thought he was a killer robot, and he said he smelled mm. like one. We're trying to figure out what does a killer robot smell like.
6: Hmm. Electrical.
2: Yeah, yeah, I had gun oh, oil. Electricity or
6: something. I was yeah. thinking
2: like gun oil, you know that yeah. kind of. But somebody said, well, it was a 75-year-old man, so probably like Werther's uh-huh. Originals and
6: Gold Bond. I don't know. Strange. But, yeah, I don't, yeah, I wonder what he smelled like. <laughs> yeah, well,
2: you're going to be surprised to learn the uh, right. the chewer uh, was mm. on like hallucinogenics and chewer. fentanyl. And, no. Like, yeah. Yeah, you're know, kidding. Right?
6: You're crazy kidding. stuff, huh? Yeah, crazy. So,
0: right.
6: yeah, that's great lead-in, too. Because I was just going to say, talking about crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, once in a while, I'll go off the reservation and give people something to talk about. Now, hopefully, it's more than once in a while. But so, kind of getting into now the first week of January. And I'm going to put it out to you, Casey. How do you think, in terms of temperatures, we're doing in terms of where we should be from average, like the average temperature so far for the month? What, above average, right? Above? How much higher or lower? You think it's higher or lower than average for well for the month? We're only six days into the month, right? Right. But w- what do you think so far? Well, it's got be to right. okay. be higher, right? Okay, so that's the first. But how much higher do you think it is? The average temperature so twenty degrees close. I'm, I'm surprised you even guessed that warm. But when I started poking around, I looked at their tri- in the triad, and, and their average is 15.6 degrees above normal so far this year. The average temperature triangle 17.1 degrees above average it's great we've had all of our highs in the 60s and 70s so far this month in Raleigh Um, Winston-Salem all your high temperatures 60 or above and 70 yesterday triangle 65 triad and now we finally tried to take it back down closer to normal so everybody can kind of be walking around and being like whoa what is this cold weather well this is more typical of what we should do this time of year Low to mid-50s today and tomorrow. A little more sunshine today than tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly. So my my message probably is more like, you know, I don't want to hear people complain because it's in the 50s. Geez, for what we've had so far in the first six days of the month, we've been spoiled. And we're going to continue, in my opinion, to stay spoiled because it's low to mid-50s, probably through the weekend, maybe some showers around on Sunday. And even next week, it looks like a mainly dry week. I mean, obviously – Things will probably change, but there are no temperatures that are below 50 degrees during the day. And at night, if we do go below freezing, it won't be much. So, no real cold air in sight over the next seven to maybe even 10 days. Now, next weekend gets a little bit more complicated. Um, let's just leave it at that for now. Is it going to
2: snow? Because here's the other thing people forget it it's January and then. Yep. Like we'll get it. The first dusting of snow. I can't go on social media because a bunch of people took a picture of their yard with snow in it, and like, oh my gosh! Uh-huh. And it's like it's it's January. That's
0: right. That's a well,
2: thing that happens.
6: So. I don't I don't think snow, but maybe a, a strong a stronger storm trying to develop um, to our south and east and head on up the coast and you know may get a little bit colder. Right now doesn't look like snow, and then warmer again as we we just don't see any sustained cold coming in. Maybe toward the um Last week in January, gosh, I sure hope so for selfish reasons because on the 23rd, I'm heading north. And um, as I mentioned earlier, there's not much snow up in the northeast in New England and it's hurting industry, ski industry, the snowmobile industry. Uh, most of the snow has been in the northern plains and up to the Great Lakes states. Uh, I mean, the last storm put like two feet in parts of South Dakota. Crazy. That's why,
2: dude, that's why you got to go to Wisconsin up there. You've been using yeah, snowmobile up woods. there, right?
6: No, I do want to go though. UPA Northwoods up there. Black, well, or Blackwoods are Northwoods. What's it? up in Hudson? Yeah. Like, I mean they have,
2: yeah. they have, a, they literally have like bars and restaurants that have
6: like. Uh, there's the road, and then there's the yep. snowmobile trail. It's crazy. Well, up upstate, right? upstate New York's like that too. Oh, okay. All just right. pull right up. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a hidden paradise for snowmobiles. I, a lot of people don't think that it's like that. How up big there. a sled do you need to propel you? Well, I mean a 600 <laughs> these days will do, but I ride an 850. Of course I won't do. get on a 600. I, of course I did. Our big 850. I, <laughs> ar, <ar>, <laughs> I think you one mile a gallon.
2: All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> All right. I got to go. Yeah, have a good we got to go. All right. All right. Ross, do you understand how big an 850 is of a snowmobile? <clears throat> you know, I, I
3: can't. Well, I know Ray is like a giant, so I can yeah. imagine. <laughs>
2: That's ridiculous.
3: Oh, uh, I, think, I, I think it's its own trailer. All right.
2: Anyway, it's uh, 7, 750. We'll be back. Hang on.
4: 1061FM Talk and 945 WPTI. Two stations driving the best in talk. This is Casey O'Day and Carolina's Morning News. Alright, you want to hear a bad crap crazy story real quick?
2: There's a, a, a writer by the name of Susan Meechin, and you probably don't know who that is. But that's okay. She writes books, news, all that stuff. And um, Back in September of 2020, her daughter notified the world that uh, she had committed suicide. And they ran they ran some um, ran a lot of stories because the narrative was that Meechan uh, claimed she was bullied online uh, and uh, also by members of the book community. I guess that means other authors. I don't know. A lot of finger pointing, um, people talking about how awful the Internet is, people online are, the book community is. And then something crazy just happened. In the very same online forum in which uh, Susan claims that she had been bullied to the point where she had committed suicide, she just popped into the forum. Yeah, she didn't commit suicide. She faked her own suicide because she said she was fed up with social media. Um, I'm not actually dead. I just needed a break from social media. You know, you can just delete those accounts, right? You don't have to go on to the social media. But also... You lied about committing suicide. You had your daughter lie on behalf of you about committing suicide, which is kind of a serious topic and something that has impacted a lot of people's lives when friends or loved ones have made that decision. And you used it as a way so you didn't have to, what, update your Twitter account? I can't. I just I don't even know what to say there, but I also find it amusing that, you know, people were using this story of her suicide to essentially then re- go after the toxic people online and in the community, and they were wrong. You don't want to do de- yeah? Just delete your account. It's not that hard. Speaking of social media, uh, I noticed yesterday during the meeting we didn't get a shout out for our TikTok account. Ross, are you still getting on that or?
3: That? I can't do it, man. We can't support Communist China. It's like back in the '40s, you bought war bonds, and now you don't get on TikTok. Same thing. Well, Captain America asked you, to, right? Exactly.
2: And when he asked you. Know he ain't really asked it. being polite. All right. We'll uh, take a break. Your news, and uh, then uh, Pete Calendar coming up. Good morning, everybody, and uh, happy Friday. Welcome. It is the KCO Day radio program. 807. Look at this. Uh, we're having a chance to chat with this gentleman for uh, been a while. Our radio buddy, to the South Peak Calendar, WBT Middays. He joins us now. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm pretty good. A big honor for you yesterday. I saw nominated for Speaker of the House. Congrats, man! Yes, I think yeah. Before it's Uh, done, we're all going to get nominated once.
7: Right. I think. uh, I think I'm going to take all of the votes for present as just misspellings of my name. That's fair. And because you can't spell yeah, you can't spell Pete without present. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that any vote present is a vote for me.
2: Okay. All right. Hey. Um. When will this insanity end? Do you know how? Do you know the Do you know the record number of times I looked this up yesterday? The record number of votes necessary to achieve Speaker of the House. Did you see this? This is like pre Civil uh, War. So,
7: yeah, it was like so. The there was one. Uh, the, the last time it went past like one ballot was a hundred years ago or something. And then before the Civil War, it went like, like two or three months, right?
2: Yeah, one hundred and forty four votes. There you go. I are you praying to break the record, or are you just want to get this done?
7: I look, I'm all right with the, I know There's a lot of people. I, okay. So I can see uh, the arguments. I can understand the arguments from both camps. I do. I, I like, I think there is validity to the arguments that different people are saying, well, except Dan Crenshaw, that like that guy. And what a disappointment. I don't even come.
2: understand him. And now he's just World Economic Forum donor class Crenshaw. he's mad at Tucker. so that's a whole no, that's a whole nother thing. so
7: right. So yeah, I mean, but calling your Republican colleagues terrorists because they actually want to engage in the thing that you asked people to hire you to do, which is to engage in debates. And right. uh, This is like for the people who ran around the streets with the bullhorns, asking, you know, show me what democracy looks like and then the crowd, you know, mobbing the uh the streets and breaking windows with scream. This is what democracy looks like. Well, yes, to some extent it's mob rule. Yes, I agree with that. But this is actually what a what a uh, constitutional representative republic democracy process looks like. People getting in to the chambers and having debates. And that means it's going to be messy. It means it's going to be loud and cantankerous, and people are going to be yelling at each other. But the idea here is that it is through that adversarial process that you uh, you end up getting to a better outcome, theoretically, right, that all sides get heard, and if there, if there is ground to... Uh, to meet upon and compromise upon then then you'll do so and that's the way it's supposed to work so i'm okay with this working and i don't think that the people who are making these demands that the 20 rebels or the holdouts or whatever um i don't think that their asks are unreasonable um because they're not Uh, they're like uh congressman dan bishop from north carolina he's Uh, Now he's been all over the place and I think he, and I've spoken with him uh, about what he wants and they're not saying everything publicly because they're trying to negotiate. So they don't want to uh, negotiate in public. Right. So I get that as well, but some of their asks or demands are completely well within the bounds of the normal operations. In fact, one of them is a reversion to regular order to the normal operations of the house that we haven't seen for so many years. And uh, Justin, Amash, did you see his appearance the other morning? Yeah, he was yeah, yeah, I, yeah he, he yeah he went on uh, was it Bloomberg TV or whatever it is, and or roll call TV, and he he talked about how there are very few people in Washington D.C. now that actually dictate the agenda, and it's essentially five people: the president, the Speaker of the House, the Minority Leader uh, in the House, and then also the the uh, Majority Leaders and Minority Leaders in the Senate. Right. So those are the five people. And if you try to propose bills or amendments, they don't go anywhere. You can't even do it in a lot of cases. And so what a lot of the holdouts want to be able to do is to offer amendments, to debate bills, to uh, uh, to have these discussions and to return to a regular order. They want to stop the the governing by fiscal crisis, by putting everybody under these uh, these deadlines. Oh, we're going to defund the government. Oh, my gosh, it's a fiscal cliff. And then it forces uh, Congress members to have to vote on large packages with all sorts of stuff in them, and that's not the way it's supposed to have. Uh, it's not the way it was run, and it's not the way it's supposed to be run. And they want to stop that from occurring, and I think that's I think that's reasonable.
2: And and it, what's problematic? Well, two things. It, one is problematic is that the people who are mad, the Crenshaws of the world, were out there saying that they don't even the holdouts don't even have demands. They don't know what they want, which is just plainly yeah. false, obviously. And Correct. I mean, it, it, the people forget how powerful that is. You know, the you know who the most powerful people have argued. Do you know who the most powerful person in the state of Texas is politically? No, L- lieutenant governor. And the reason sure. the reason that is in, in Texas is lieutenant governor is the person who decides what legislation will be considered. So they don't do anything in Texas legislatively unless the lieutenant governor likes it. That's a right. really powerful, powerful position right there. And um, right. so, yeah, to your yeah. point, yes, no, that is a reasonable ask. And the irony, of course, is you would think the Democrats would like that considering the position they're going to be in because the Republicans, as they pointed out with all of these bills, the the spending that they, the last two years have been passing through, they weren't allowed to offer amendments. They were Right. They were basically told, you know, go to, your, uh, go to your caucus room or your office, and we'll call you if we need you.
7: So. Right. So, and on the process front, uh, to your point, uh, you know, this occurs in North Carolina as well, uh, where, you know, if legislation uh, is not approved by leadership, it goes to the Rules Committee to die, right? And, yes. Um, and, and there's, like, on, yeah, So on the other side of that, I can also see an affirmative case to be made for that mechanism as well, because you end up, if you allow everybody to submit bills, particularly if you are uh, in the Republican Party, you end up getting bills that get filed that have no chance of being passed, but are, you know, scandalous or controversial or, oh my gosh, is radical and extremes because some some backbencher files a bill and then the media and Democrats, but I repeat myself, they then run to every single Republican, stick a mic in their face and make them have to play the D or D game, which is defend or disavow. Do you agree with this legislation? And everyone knows it's not going to pass. It's just one guy filing a bill because he's got some wacky idea about some particular topic that's, you know, his own hobby horse or whatever. And he files a bill or she files a bill. And uh, then Democrats use it to beat up on uh, the Republican Party. And so in order to, to tamp that down and to minimize those types of Uh, bills and that type of reaction they want to shepherd this stuff through they want sort of an approval process to weed out some of the crazier items that get submitted so i i can understand that as well
2: well and and but you know that's the that's going to be the name of the game regardless and um what i mean by that is that entire last election what is the narrative that they ran with as it pertained to republicans and what they want to do with social security Uh, Mm -hmm. They want to defund it. They want to kick Graham off the cliff, that kind of thing. And in reality, um, it was what? Rick Scott. Right. Rick Scott put out one proposal, and not a single other Republican got on board with it. And they still reported it as this is what Republicans want to do. So, yes, there is some validity there because we've seen it in action. And frankly, they didn't even have to play that game. I don't (laughs) know. They just decided that obviously this is what Republicans want because one guy said he wants to talk about this thing.
5: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Right. Meanwhile, you will
7: not see a similar, yeah, you won't see a similar course taken, for example, Cori Bush, who made those disgusting comments about uh, uh, Byron Donalds out of Florida, a black Republican who's been nominated for the speaker by the Rebel 20. And, uh, you know, she makes these comments on, on Twitter that Congressman Dan Bishop just you know, eviscerates her over yesterday from the floor. And th- there are not Democrats that are being called to account for that, to play D or D on her comments. It's a, it's a completely double, it's a double standard way of, of reporting. And uh, so again, I understand, I understand that the concern there and the, the effort to try to make sure that the legislation getting filed is the stuff leadership wants. And so it keeps us focused on passing our agenda. So I get that. But on the other hand, uh, what has what has happened is that now nothing gets done except stuff that the leadership wants, and now you start uh, have, you start have to questioning the uh, uh, the the matrix, the decision matrix being used to bring bills forward, because now nobody knows why a bill makes it and why a bill doesn't, because that circle gets tighter and tighter around the, the leadership, and their decision inputs are not known to everyone. And so people start wondering, well, why am I looking at this bill? Why are we voting on this bill? And then it's just shut up, vote for the bill. Leadership wants it.
2: Yeah. Um, do you think at some point that maybe uh, McCarthy needs to just be like, you know what, I'm out? And try, yeah. to, do, try to do something else. And, and what do you think that number is? Because, I, frankly, I don't get the impression that he's willing to do that at
7: all. I, well, I agree with you. I don't, at least so far, it doesn't seem like he's willing to do that. So here, here has been my position on McCarthy from the beginning. I'm not a huge fan of the guy, but the job he's asking for is specifically to get people on board behind certain issues or topics or policies and to then, you know, herd the cats, get them all on board, and to try to get something done in a unified fashion. Okay, here's your first test. And so far, not so good, right? (laughs) Not so good. This is literally the job you're asking to be hired for, and you can't even get enough people behind you to do the job. So why would I have any confidence, if I'm a member, why would I have any confidence that you're going to be able to get anything done if you can't even get people to agree with you to give you the job? So this then, uh, I saw there's a report out they've been making some progress, I think, today. Um, they had a meeting and they were discussing um, what uh, floor votes they want to They've agreed to do floor votes on earmarks that are in appropriations bills. Uh, I think that's a good idea. Right. Do votes on the earmarks. Call out yeah. the people for the earmark spending um, because they they were the conservatives were trying to, to restore what used to be the Republican conference rule that banned earmarks. They've been trying to do that, but the leadership won't do it. So and this is why they talk about the Uniparty, party, right, where. Everybody knows the way the game is played. And there's, like, Mark um, Walker uh, will uh, uh, talk about this, too. He's talked about this as well. Like, the game that you have to play, the fundraising game, there are dues that you have to pay to the party leadership. And that's how they fund. We had them
2: on yesterday. Yeah, we had them on on yesterday.
7: So this is the the game. They all know this. And so they're trying to break up some of these mechanisms. And some of this is inside politics. It's real wonky and all of that. But, um, you know, this idea that, oh, they're just – they just want to, you know, run, do a kamikaze run and burn it all down because they don't care. I, I don't think that – I think anybody who's making that case is either uh, trying to deceive you or they don't understand the particular asks from all of the different members. And all of the holdouts, they've got different things, different priorities. And I think some of them are actually having them addressed because they're, they're seen as, uh, as you know, reasonable and persuadable.
2: Well, just and, – and again – um, if they want that stuff to stay behind the scenes, which you made that point earlier because that's part of the strategy of then you can look as though you're accommodate, or you can accommodate without looking like you're you're a pushover and then some people get what they want, but you also look like um, you, you still have a modicum of power, that's fine. But when you have other members out there going like, they don't know what they want, they're asking for a slushy machine, it's all stupid, then um, you're only prolonging this. I, I, mm-hmm. I think that they could have got this done in two days without that, but they didn't, we're, and now, right. now we're where we are. So,
7: yeah, and I think McCarthy and his allies thought that that the holdouts would fold, that when push came to shove, they would go ahead and go along because they would try to avoid the fight. Uh, and I think they I think they underestimated these uh, the the holdouts, um, and these are people that are willing to fight. And as Dan Bishop said, like. I, I, this is it. I don't. It doesn't matter to me if I, I uh, if I am perceived a certain way. If I'm not uh, voted back into office, like I'm not parlaying this into any other higher run for office. This is it. This is why I am here, and these are the things that I believe in, and this is what our republic was founded on, and these are the things I'm trying to restore. And um, and you can disagree with that. That's fine. But I, I'm not going to cave just because. Oh my gosh, we need a speaker of the house. It, like for a lot of these people they don't care they they don't care if there's a speaker of the house nothing that this the house passes is going to get passed into law anyway so without a without a house what laws can be passed well, so and i mean not, it,
2: and they're not going to do anything from a committee standpoint that right you know they're going to hold a bunch of hearings and demonize the media and then eventually they'll fold and they'll make a recommendation to an ag for people don't show up and the ag will ignore it i mean I don't have I I've asked them each and every one of them this. Like I have no confidence you guys are going to accomplish any of this stuff. At least uh the Democrats set out they were you know dog and ponying with the Trump tax stuff, but at least they got uh what, bannon? You know what I'm saying? They they actually moved the needle on something. I don't I don't think Republicans even if that first vote had been successful were going to accomplish any of this and I still don't think they are.
7: Right. I think there's value in the subpoena power and the investigations that they would be uh, issued under. I think that there is value in that. Um, you know, in order to bring some of these, so particularly on the immigration front uh, and the border security issue, because so many Americans are just unaware of how bad it has become. I mean, I know it's fine.
2: It's fine. You you, you didn't listen to Biden yesterday. Come on, man.
7: Yeah, yeah. We got an app. So this way you can just apply for asylum uh, on your uh, Obama phone. But uh, no, I think a lot of people that are not in those border states don't realize how bad it actually is. And so anything that you can do to kind of elevate that um, and this is where the, the, the talk about impeaching Biden over the border security, because, like, literally, if you don't defend the borders, how are you upholding your oath uh, that you right. swore when you took the presidency? So uh, th- there is this, this idea in the conservative world that this would be an appropriate course of action. Now, whether you agree with that or not doesn't matter. Simply discussing it raises the issue, and so there is value in highlighting these issues using the investigative process, using congressional subpoenas, because so much of the country doesn't know because media isn't telling them. Although I will give uh, credit to McClatchy, uh, the News and Observer, and Charlotte Observer newspaper, right? They they actually figured out that actually fentanyl is a really big problem, and a lot of it is coming from China and Mexico. Uh, Yeah. Surprise, surprise. So I don't know, maybe, yeah. Maybe we maybe we take a look at that.
2: Okay, and it just as I, I got 30 seconds, to see now that Jared Polis in in Colorado, who's a Democrat, is going to start shipping immigrants to New York is right. craziness, man. So Right, and um,
7: of course it's different when Democrats do it. He won't get the reprobation that uh, uh, Texas and Florida got when they did the exact same it's thing. Cold.
2: It's cold. It's very snowy <laughs> in Colorado. So just trying to help right, right. All right, man. Well, uh, kind of a one topic tip, but it was worth it. Uh, appreciate it. We'll uh, chat next week, sir. Always enjoyed, going. Casey. Thanks, sir. All right. There you go. Pete Callender joining us here on the uh, KCO Day radio program. Uh, phone number 888 934 7874. Back in just a few minutes. Don't trade it. Sell it
4: to get four hundred. Celebrating 10 years of keeping you connected. This is 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 1061 FM Talk in the Triangle.
2: All right, uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, Ross, did your brain just stop working then as you were listening to that? I mean, that's time? unreal. Who is that? Uh, Trisha something. She's she's like, she's an influencer. Oh, is she? She's a moron. <laughs> it's my quick assessment. I think she was on one of the Real House, Not really. She was on some reality show, too. So anyway, but she, she's an idiot. And so she's being interviewed by another idiot by the name of Ethan Klein. Oh, that's
3: um, Ethan Klein. Yeah.
2: I've never seen him or actually heard him before. But you know but oh, I know yeah. the name, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so he's interviewing her and um they're talking about why she voted for Joe Biden. And I I I play this. I saw this actually during um when we were on vacation and I tweeted it out. And I'm like, I'm going to play that when I get back and I had spaced it until today and I'm like, oh yeah. But it's goal. It's evergreen, as we say. It's good to go. So, <laughs> her name is Trisha Paytas. God help us. And um, so she's on there like any of these little uh, little celebrities or wannabe celebrities talking about her deep commitment to uh, uh, getting out and voting and um, was asked why she voted for Joe Biden. And, you know, if if you're if you're willing to talk about voting for somebody, you should probably have a response to, well, then why did you vote for them? And I'm not going to necessarily sit there and tell you as long as it looks like you've given it some thought, then so be it. Right. I may think you're wrong, but whatever. This is an epic response to why she voted for Joe Biden. Um, please sit down, lay down. Pull off the side of the road. I know that's twice I've asked you to do that today, but um, the whole time you're listening to this, just understand that she likely canceled your vote out. Here we go.
0: You know why I vote for Joe Biden?
6: Because of uh, Michael Keaton?
0: No, he quoted Hamilton.
6: Oh, Did you see that? Uh, done done and done.
0: We hold no. these truths to be self-evident that all men are created oh, equal. You- he said that in his speech.
6: Oh my on god! On the beats, you know what that's from?
0: Hamilton. No, but
6: you know what it's from? You know that it I mean, comes from before Hamilton, right?
0: Well, everything comes before Hamilton because he got it all from history books. Like it's all historically accurate. So, are you telling me it's like a like a, probably a quote from somebody?
6: Yeah, it's yeah, it's an important quote.
0: I was I respected it. I was like, okay, Hamilton.
6: Oh my gosh.
2: I can't even be in a room with someone that stupid, well, maybe I could be in a room if I could just observe from a distance just to see what stupidity flowed out of their mouth and she's 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 not clowning she is straight up like she heard Joe Biden quote what she thought was simply uh, the play Hamilton, and she was good to go, so God help us right there, man. <laughs> Oh, it's funny, and it's, it's the funniest, most depressing, simultaneous thing uh, I've heard in quite some time, so I just thought I'd share that with all of you. Hey, you want to hear something crazy, too? Where is this? It, Ross and I immediately had the same thought. We were talking about this story off the air, and it's right where our heads went. The world's first robot lawyer is set to take on its first case in court next month a startup uh, from these guys, where were they from Stanford? So anyway, it's a tech startup called do not pay. And it's an app that includes an AI, a, an AI version of a legal chat bot that they created. So in the AI version, basically what happens is you're in court. The app is listening to what's being said, and then it will, and you put a headphone in or it'll show it on the screen
0: Play for free at Luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary, void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.
2: As part of the proceedings, they will give you legal advice so that you don't have to go out and hire a lawyer uh, or if you're in a situation where you normally wouldn't bring a lawyer. So in this case, uh, it will be defending someone against a speeding ticket. And that's going to be, that's their big test run, their big PR thing, right? And so they've they got a guy who's going to go into court and has agreed that he will only say whatever the AI chatbot tells him to say in response during his hearing over the speeding ticket. The company has uh, agreed that if he loses and has to pay it, they'll cover the cost of it. But they, this is their their big test run. So that's the story here's where my head went do you remember microsoft's ai chatbot we've talked about this so many times on the show oh i sure and, do oh yeah <laughs> it's the future man so microsoft put on uh, and they integrated it via twitter so they created an ai chatbot and then they put it on twitter because it was using conversations on twitter to learn And to improve its ability to chat, as said chatbot. And so if people were tagging, if there was a certain tag in a conversation or a tweet, um, the AI chatbot would read it and then use that information to learn how humans communicate with each other. And it went okay for a few hours. And then it started to get a little weird. Like, it's... Drop the N word, but you know, hey, that's you know, if it, if it's if it's now keyed in to a to a Twitter thread where you have a bunch of people using that word, it's an AI chatbot. It may feel that there's an appropriate time to use it, and then it started denying the Holocaust, and then talking about how great Hitler was, and it was, it went sideways so badly, so quickly that you would think Microsoft would pull the cord out of the wall, but they didn't. They Even after it started doing all that stuff, they left it up for, like, what, 16 hours or something? Where it just spent the whole time calling people the N-words and then uh, making fun of Asian people, uh, Jewish people, all the Hitler stuff, the Holocaust. It was crazy, and they just let it keep running. So imagine you're standing in court, and the robot lawyer is feeding you what to say, and you've now agreed to say whatever it is, and it tells you to remind the judge that the Holocaust was a hoax. Or, here's what I really think about Jewish people, and your judge's last name is, uh, you know, Goldschmidt. I mean, (laughs) you signed on to do this. I'm just saying, what if this thing goes like a Microsoft AI chatbot in the courtroom? I mean, that's where my head went immediately. I kind of want it to. I want this poor bastard to sign on the dotted line, that he'll say whatever it says. Uh, you're in there to you're in there to fight his traffic ticket, and now you're doing 30 days for contempt because the stupid AI chat bot decided to uh, talk about uh, you know the good things that Hitler did. It goes it goes all Kanye on you. That's what you need. You need it. You need it, but you need it in Kanye's voice. The hearing will take place next month. The makers, uh, where's the science and tech publication, New Scientist, reported that the ticket at the center of the case was issued for speeding. The defendant will only say in court what the AI instructs them to say. Um, CEO of the company, Joshua Browder, a computer scientist uh, from Stanford, uh, launched in 2015 the chatbot to provide legal advice to consumers online. However, the company is now pivoted to the AI model uh, and is going to use it in actual courtrooms. Look, is there some benefit there to being to have easy to find and understand legal advice? Sure, absolutely. But as soon as you throw AI into it, I don't know where the heck it goes. And and how do you how are you feeding it information? Did you just run like all the law and orders? It could be amazing. That's all I'm saying. Kind of like the weather was, till Ray decided to make it cold again.
6: Just what he well. Well, there you go. Right away with the cold. What did we say earlier? Right, normal. Back to what we should do this time of year. Right? Yeah, I know. I know. Well, there's going to be those that will complain. Um, But we've taken it down a few notches, and the month's already. I know it's early, but the month's already running well above average. So today will be more like reality again, low to mid-50s and sunny. Good-looking day tonight, low to mid-30s. Uh, Saturday, low 50s again, uh, partial sunshine, and maybe some showers around Sunday afternoon. doesn't look like a bunch, so upper 40s to near 50. Um, Panthers, are they in town this weekend? I didn't, I didn't even know if the Panthers were uh, playing this weekend. Yeah, I didn't even know. Well, so, well, either way, not a uh, bunch of rain is going to be around and even into early next week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, sunny, mid-upper 50s, we're actually pushing up a few more degrees, and no real Arctic air in sight over the next week or more. Um, all the action's been out west, and speaking of football, there may be rain Monday night for the national championship game at SoFi. Now, I know it's a dome, but the sides are open on it. It's kind of weird. It's closed on the top. The no, sides screw those open. people. We're not. Yeah, no, we're not I know.
2: You but, see what they did with the tailgating? They're not letting I anyone tailgate. Yeah. No tailgating. Well, they want to. Push this is them all the stupidity the- of putting this in a town where no. nobody gives a crap about <laughs> college football.
6: <laughs> I, I agree. I don't. I don't. Well, No, nah, the, the Panthers. Panthers understand. are in New Orleans, so they're in New Orleans. Well, they don't have to worry about weather there. But uh, yeah, there may be rain um, in the vicinity. So if there's thunder, as I said, even though the, dorm, the there is kind of a dome there. If there's thunder and lightning, they may suspend the game. Um, until the Lightning passes, because they had to do that for an NFL game once, too. Uh, everybody thinks that it's closed stadium. It's actually open on the side, so it is vulnerable um, to Lightning. And all the rain and all the action's been out west. They're doing bonus on the rain and bonus on the snow. Um, snowpack's going to be great for the spring runoff. Um, I don't know if they're going to break the years-long, decades-long drought out there, but it's certainly helping. Unfortunately, it's coming with a price. Property damage, um, we've lost lives with some of the damage that's happened and trees on homes and blah 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 just not not a pretty scenario in one breath from the other breath they certainly need it um and that's it that's all I've got to say about that
2: almost killed Jeremy Renner
6: yeah
2: that's right yeah. that's no accident. Writer, man. it yeah. is
6: he killed lucky
2: a that's not good no that's so. not yeah all right don't sleep on those commandos either man <laughs> I will not do that. okay all right
6: all right <laughs> see you Monday
2: Yeah, yeah. There you go, Ray Stagic Weather Channel. Coming back with Jeff Bellinger next. Hang on.
5: The
4: show after the show is on the iHeartRadio app. Search KCO Day for the podcast on the iHeartRadio app. All
2: right, good morning, 853. Bloomberg Update now with Jeff Bellinger. Jeff, what's happening?
8: Well, good morning, Casey. We just got the December jobs report from Washington. It shows the pace of hiring slowed last month, not by as much as expected. 223,000 workers were added to payrolls compared to 256,000 in November. The nation's unemployment rate ticked down to 3.5%. Workers' wages rose a little less than expected. They were up three-tenths percent. The thinking on Wall Street is that this uh, smaller-than-expected jump in wages gives the Fed some room to slow rate hikes and the futures are looking really good right now. The Dow futures are up 357 points. The slowing economy has more Americans using their credit cards to cover day-to-day expenses. The Census Bureau says more than a third of households are now paying for basic needs with plastic. That's an especially bad idea now with credit card interest rates rising. Bankrate.com says average rates could hit a 40-year high of more than 20% by the end of the year. Soaring mortgage Interest rates haven't done a lot to bring down home prices, but the National Association of Realtors says interest rates have put a big damper on home sales. As of November, sales of existing homes were down more than a third from where they were back in January of last year. Bloomberg Intelligence says the decline in home sales may have had an impact on sales of home improvement products and appliances. In KC, a weaker demand could be reflected in the fourth quarter results that we'll be getting uh, sometime soon from Home Depot. Lowe's, and Best Buy. Casey?
2: Okay. All right. Thank you. Have a good weekend, sir. We'll chat You did the same.
8: Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Take care. All right.
2: There you go. Jeff Bellinger, Bloomberg News, joining us. And, well, let's just go ahead and do this.
8: Florida man, Florida
7: man, is something in the water, the air, or sand, that makes you do all that crazy crap. It's
5: like the state is one big dumbass trap. Nowhere else has the Florida man? It is almost like as the weird factor
7: climbs you'll find out it happened in Florida every time. Florida man, Florida man if anyone can cheer me up you know you can. Does my life get crazy? But of course, but it's not as bad crap crazy as yours nowhere. Else are you gonna find him? They're so used to it they don't mind him. Hooray for Florida man!
2: This guy may take the cake as far as just pure dumbassery. Um, what is this dude's name? Gonzalez Garcia uh, Martin Martin Gonzalez Garcia, uh, along with his girlfriend Ashley's rolled in Ocasio. Ocasio um, decided they were going to go rob a house, but you ever Ross? You ever find yourself where you're, you're robbing a house and you realize you got too much to carry? This is too much stuff that you're robbing from the house. You're like, how am I going to haul all this stuff, right? I mean, I, no, but I, I can't imagine. Constant problem. Anyway, sure. so, so they decide that uh, because they have too much stuff to move and they don't have a vehicle, they would call 911 and ask for help in moving their belongings from their home. So police go to the home because not to help move stuff, but because for abuse of 911, they show up. Not only do they quickly realize due to the bust, uh, busted door that these idiots had broken into this home, but they immediately recognize Gonzalez Garcia as the same dude who had robbed a dollar tree the day before because they had a picture of him because he went into the dollar tree And uh, filled out a job application and then robbed it, leaving behind the filled out job application with all of his information and, of course, a picture of him taken with the store surveillance. So, you know, uh, before police hit the road, they generally have a meeting and um, uh, according to officers that they had shared this picture uh, of this guy who would rob the Dollar Tree. And the his name, and so he was right. Th- and so when they showed up, they immediately recognized this dude. That's I don't know, man. That whole series of events sounds pretty stupid. I feel like he wins. I mean, there's so, we we've seen some dumb stuff down in Florida. Don't get me wrong, but that's a twofer. Both Gonzalez and his girlfriend were taken into custody, confessed to the burglaries. When asked about the nine one one call. Uh, The girlfriend says she was hoping a deputy would help the couple move their belongings from the site and then drop them off at the airport because they planned to head to New York for the weekend. Said uh, Officer uh, Sergeant Judd, quote, we thought she was kidding. She was not. That is nice, though, that they can do things as a couple. You know what I mean? So I I guess if there is any uh, uh, positive here. Oh, and they had drugs on them because, of course. (sighs) So uh, kudos to you, sir, for uh, helping us cap off this uh, wonderful week. And on that note, we gots to go. Have a good one. See you back here on Monday.